So we're starting Daf Chavtes. So we're at the last word in Chavtes of the base. Tanur Rabbanon says the Brisa Mevatle Netamad Torah LaHitzasames. We are Mevatol learning Torah to for Hitzasames. Okay, to to be Rashi says to. <coughs> Sorry. So uh, yeah. So to go ahead and be Malava Mace. So we we are Mevatol Talmud Torah. So we said, we said on Rabbi Yehuda ben Belay, so we relate that he would and he would actually be mavatul taira for haitzas ames and achnasas kala. Now, when do we say that you have to be mavatul talmud taira in order in order to attend the levaya right for haitzas ames? That is b'she'ein sham kol tzarkei when there's not going to be enough people there. So we need a certain amount of people. But anyways, if it's very well attended, we're not going to be a vatal tamatara for that. Now, so what is the bar of what we consider It's 12,000 people attending the funeral of the Shitsa Alfei Shipuri. And six to 12,000 people that are um, attending the Levaya plus 6,000 Chauffeur blowers, okay. So that is considered a well attended funeral, and then you don't need to go mimavato tamal to go to go. Vamrila, and some say it's tracer alpha gavri. It's a total of twelve thousand people uminayu shitsa alfi. So it's either twelve plus six or a total of twelve thousand six thousand of them on the chauffeur and six thousand others. Ula amar. <coughs> so we have here. Ula says kigoyin dechaitzi gavri meavula ad sechra. He says the amount of people, Rashi says, Michitzas Anashim Mishara Ir Adbesa Kvaris. So it's the amount of people that looks well attended if you have people lining up the streets all the way from the city gates all the way until the Besa Kvaris. That's the amount of people that you need. And if you're going to have less than that, then you're Mavatal Tara Tara to go. And if you're going to have more than that, then you don't need to. Of Sheshu Samar, Kinesinasa, that he says it's like the giving of the Torah, Kachnetilasa. Just like when you give ter- when, when the Torah was given, Manasinasa, Bashishim Ribli, Avnetilasai. Okay, we're talking about here for a Talmud Chacham. So then the Tilasa, when the Talmud Chacham passes away, so then you need Bissamach Ribu, you need 600,000 people. Now, Hani Mili Laman Dekari Vitani. That is for somebody who was well, he was well read, he learned a lot. Avalaman Damasni, if somebody was a Rebbe, he taught others, less less you, there is unlimited amount of shear. No, no shear. Okay, unlimited amount, and therefore everybody would have to, if it's somebody who who was a Rebbe, somebody who taught others, then everybody has a chiyif to be mavatol tamatera to go. Now, the Rishayim bring down over here, <clears throat> some say that this is a yesh mefarshim, this is a rishos. What we're saying is you're allowed to be mavatol tamatera to attend the levaya of somebody for its asames. However, <clears throat> the Ran and the Rush are doicha that, and they say that there's a chiyif. The problem that you have is if it's a chiyav, then why did the Gemara have to say on the second line, Amro Lava Rabbi Huda Barabiloi, Shahim Mavatul Tamatara? If it's a chiyav, so what are you trying to tell me? Of course he went. It's a chiyav, everybody. Why, why would, he's a Tana. Why wouldn't he go if it's a chiyav to be Mavatul Tamatara? So, they, so that, that, that's why they're saying that maybe they, the Havamina was that it was optional um, in the Yishma Farshim. So they say that no, that really it's a chiyav. And why are we telling you that Rabbi Huda Rabbi even somebody who was Tarasai Umnasai, he was on a higher level, was Tarasai Umnasai, even he has to be a Batul Talmud Torah to go for Hetzas Amaze for somebody who's even on a lower level than him. 
Kavachemer is somebody who's not Terasayim Nasay that they need to go. So this is a Chiv that everybody has. Let's see how loved Klai Yisrael is before Kadosh Baruch Hu. Wherever Klai Yisrael went into exile, the Shechina went with them. They went in exile to Mitzrayim. As the Pasuk says, So we see here clearly that the Shechina was there with them. It was in Gullus when they were in Mitzrayim. Gullus Lebavel, again, afterwards, subsequently, Kal Yisrael was, went to Gullus Bavel. Because of you, because of Kal Yisrael, I, the Shechina is saying, Kaddish Baruch was saying, Shalachti Bavela, I was sent to Bavel. So we see that Kaddish Baruch went with them to Bavel. Even when we'll have the Gula, eventually, the Shechina will come back, which, which we see that from the fact that it will come back with us during the time of Gula, it means that it's in Gaulus. The Shechina is in Gaulus with us. Shenemar is a Pasuk says, V'shav Hashem lekecha eshivuzcha. That Hashem will return the captives. V'heshiv le'nemar. It doesn't say that he will return the captives, but rather, what does it say? V'shav. He will return. It sounds like, Malamed, Sh'akadosh Baruch Hu Shav, Imahen, Mibain, Hagalias. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu will come back with us from Gullus. So we see here that Kaddish Baruch Hu was with us in Gullus because if he's not with us, then how would he be coming back together with us? So it must be that he's with us in Gullus and Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to come back together with us. Amar Abaya. Sorry, skipped. Um, <clears throat> so now the Gemara wants to know about Babel, Hecha. Where is the Shechina in Babel? Amar Abaya, we be Kenista the Hutzel in the Shul of Hutzel. We be Kenista the Shafi Yosef ben Ardoi. And also in the, in the shul that moved the shaf v'yasev ben Arda, that, that moved, that was uh, moved to Narda. And by the way, what is this shaf v'yasev ben Arda that Rashi says, what, is, what does that mean that it was transported to Narda? Rashi says, Along with the Gullus, when they went into Gullus Babel, they brought the dirt Either some say it's from the base of Mikdash, some say it's just from Eretz Yisrael, but that's why we call the shul the Shafi Yosef ben Arda. It was the moved, the transported shul. It was brought, the building materials, meaning the dirt, came from Eretz Yisrael, and they, they constructed a shul in Babel, in Arda. Don't say that the Shechina is in two places. It's in the base Medrash, Bekinista, sorry, the shul of. <coughs> sorry. Don't say that it's in the shul of Hutzel and in the shul of an Arda. But rather, El Azimnin Hachav Azimnin Hachav. Sometimes it's in one shul and sometimes it's in the other one. Amar Abaya, Abaya says, Tesili. I get schar. Why? Dechi Merachikna. Parsa, whenever I'm within a parsa, even though I'm parsa away, but I'm in par- within a parsa, Eilina Umatzlina Hasam. I go and daven and make sure to daven in these shuls because the Shechina is there. We were saying the Shechina is in bubble with Kla Yisrael. So um, I'm going to get the schar for going to daven where the Shechina is. Avuad Shmuel, the lady. So they were sitting in the shul. Again, this was one of the shuls that the Shechina um, was in there. And it must have been the Shechina was there when they were there. So the Shechina came and it caused Shamu Kol Ribsha. So it caused like a commotion. They heard like a roaring. So they figured that was the Shechina. They got up and they walked out of the shul. Okay. 
Rav Sheshis, who was blind, so he was sitting again in the shul, the Shafi Yosef Ben-Hada, Asya Shechina, he refused to leave. They were trying to scare him to leave. Leave, the Shechina's here. It's not appropriate for you to be here. Amar Lefanav, he said, So what did Rav Sheshis say? Rav Sheshis said, Somebody, Aluv is like a Nebuch. So Rav Sheshis is saying, I'm a Nebuch, so leave me alone. You should leave, right? I'm the... I'm, I'm the Nebuch over here. You should give, give me away. So Amr Lahu, so the Shekhinah said to the Malachim, Shavkuhu, leave him be. A fascinating story. Okay, the Pasuk in Yechezkel says, ma'at. Okay, that I will be, that, that, the Shekhinah, that I will be a Mikdash Ma'at. Amr Rabbi Yitzchak, Elu Bata Kinesiyos, Mat Midrash Shebebavel. They will be considered a Mikdash Ma'at. Rabbi Lazar Amr Zebes Rabbeinu Shebebavel. This is the, the house of uh, this is the house of the, of the nasi in bubble. Darash Rava, my dechsev. The pasuk says <clears throat> in Tehillim, Hashem, ma'ain ata ha'yisalanu. You were an abode or a dwelling place. That you, Hashem, are a dwelling place for us. Elu bata kinesios about the midrashos. These are the bata kinesios about midrashos. Amar Abaya. Now this is um, we had a similar gemara in brachas, but we'll see here. It's a little different. Amar Abaya Mirage originally have a gorisna bevesa. I would learn at home, and David and Shul, Kivan de Shamas Lahud David, Hashem Ahafti Ma'in Beisecha. So I heard that David said that Hashem Ahafti Ma'in Beisecha. That's what David said. So have a Garisna Bevei Knista. Okay, that we see that there was an emphasis put on that Pasuk that I should make sure to learn that Hashem Ahafti Ma'in Beisecha. Hashem loves the dwelling place where the Shekhinah is. So therefore, I go now, and instead of learning at home and davening in shul, I now go and learn in shul. Now the problem is, and the Rishonim asks this question, that if you remember, the Gemara in Bracha says, and Abayah says, similar idea, that he would, Garisna Mavesa, Umatzil Namavesa Kanista, and then we said, and then the Gemara said, and Abayah decided that he should be davening where he's learning, which sounds like he went to learn, he went to, he went to daven at home. Because you're supposed to daven where you learn. And here we're saying that he went to go learn in Jewel. That's the opposite. So some Rishonim learned that it's Machlikas and Sugyas. <clears throat> However, others say that it was a two-step. First, right, what did Abai over there in Bracha say? That he wanted to make sure that he was davening where he learned. So originally he thought, okay, well, if I'm learning at home, instead of davening in Shul and learning at home, I should daven where I learn. Okay, that is at home. And then when he heard this pasuk, it said Hashem Ma'ayim Be'isecha that Ahafti Ma'ayim Be'isecha. So then he said, Ah, I should actually. So there was two steps. First, he went ahead and started davening where he learned at home, and then he went to go uh, learn. He said, No, I see that I'm supposed to be in shul, and therefore he said, Okay, I'll switch it. I'm still going to daven where I learn, but now I'm going to go to shul to go ahead and learn in shul. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> Tanya Rebelazar, oh, losing my voice. Okay, Rabbi Lazar Akapar, Aymer, Asitin Bate Kinesios, Bate Midrash, famous memory we quoted this yesterday in Tesis, that Asitin Bate Kinesios, Bate Midrash, Shabbavel, Shekavu Be'eretz Yisrael. They're going to go get resettled in Eretz Yisrael. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, Ki Katavur Baharim, Uka Karmel Biyam. So these mountains, Har Tavur and Carmel, they came after the Matan Torah, Yavai, okay, that they were they are going to come. So they came after Matan Torah to learn. They only came temporarily after Matan Torah, and yet, what do we say? They're going to get resettled these mountains, Har Tavar, 
and Carmel, they're going to get reset on Eretz Yisrael. But the Knesios, the Midrashers, Shekarin, and Marbitzin, Bahem Taira, Alachas Vakamokama. So we see that for sure the Shuls and the Batim Midrashers that were Marbitz Taira in them, they are for sure going to get resettled. Darush Parkaparim, Aydech Sev, the Pasuk says, Lama Tiratz Dun Harim. Why do you like dance? The mountains dance, give Noinim. Okay, the ones that are Givnoinim, which refers to like the nice, um, the nice peaks. Givnoinim. Yatsa Baskolva Amr Lahem. Lama Tartsu Dinim Sinai. Why do you start up with Sinai? Kulchem Bali Mumim Eitzel Sinai. That we see that all, even though the other mountain, the Givnoinim, what we call Givnoinim, were the, the ones with the beautiful mountain peaks. Don't start up with Sinai. Kulchem Bali Mumim. You're all considered Bali Mumim Eitzel Sinai. Ksiv hacha, why? Where do we see this? Because the Pasuk says, give nunim. Ksiv hacha, when we talk about different mumen, the Pasuk says, oi gibain, oi dak. So that's gibain is like gavnunim. So we're saying that even though you look like majestic peaks, beautiful mountain peaks, still you're nothing compared to Sinai. Amravashi shmamina. Why? Because we know that these other mountains, we know the famous Medrash, that the other mountains were all, they were all Balagaiva, and Sinai was the Shafel, was the lowest mountain. Okay, so we see somebody who is arrogant, <clears throat> he's a Baal Mum. So there's two ways to learn this. Either you could say that he's a Baal Mum because he's arrogant, or you could say that because somebody acts arrogant, it's covering up for some other Mumim that they have. Right? They're obviously not, they're not, um, they're not confident, and they don't have the right personality. Okay, so let's go back, <clears throat> sorry, back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, "Ainos and Campandria, you can't make, you can't make a shul into a shortcut." So, what is Campandria? My Campandria, I'm a Rava Campandria Kishma. Campandria is like as it sounds. My Kishma. What does that mean? So, it's a play on words. Kamanda Amar Admafkina Adori. Instead of circling around, Eil Baha. I'll go this way. So we change Admafkina Adori Eil Baha into Campandria. Okay. So I'm Ravavo. <clears throat> so basically, it's called we call a shortcut. Instead of going around, I'll go cut right through the middle. Again, we quoted this yesterday as well, that if it was a path originally, so let's say you originally had a path, a walking path to get from point A to point B, and later a shul was built on top of that path, then it's going to be mutter. So let's say you go into shul, you're going into daven. You thought the minion was uh, you know, downstairs and you got your times messed up. And now you realize you got to go to the other side of the building. So you end up walking into shul because you plant the daven there. And then you realize that, no, the minion's taking place on the other side of the shul. So, um, <clears throat> if you walk in, you don't have in mind to make it into a shortcut, but it's just the way it ends up working out that you end up going through the whole building. So then, you're allowed to, you don't have to be extra careful. You don't have to walk back out and walk around. If you already walked in, and you walked in because you thought there was something you needed to do there, then you can just continue going to the other side. If a person walks into shul to go ahead and daven, then it turns out you're allowed to turn it into a kapandria, shortcut. So we see here that they came to daven, so they went in the north, Right, we said, they walked in the north, and which way did they go out? They went out the southern way. So if they're going into a place to daven, we don't have a problem that you come in one exit and leave the other one. It ends up turning into a shortcut. 
But since you went into Davin, <clears throat> it's totally okay. Okay, then we said, Aloba Savim. Wow, it just keeps on getting worse. Aloba Savim. No, I don't know. <laughs> eh. Okay, we said, if, if, uh, my throat doesn't hurt, it's just I'm just losing my voice. I mean, strange. Okay. Um, if grass started growing, so we said, so we want it to look overgrown so that you're going to go have Rachmanas. We explained Rashi said in the Mishnah, that was in the Mishnah yesterday that we, that we should remember that we used to go there to Davin to ask a Rachman. So we said, Vahatanya. <coughs> So how did you, how come, why did, why are you saying that you are unable to, to cut the grass and eat, however, but you're allowed to cut the grass and just leave it in place. So the Gemara says, you're right. When are we saying that we have a problem cutting the grass? That's to eat. But if you're just going to cut the grass and leave it in place, that's totally fine. Tadarabaron. A cemetery. You're not allowed to frolic around. Okay, you can't. You have to. You have to understand that it's um, no pun, but you have to. You have to treat it gravely. No pun intended, or pun intended. It's not proper to take your animal to have it graze in a base of amas mayim. You don't uh, go ahead and um, send a water ditch through it. Don't go ahead and uh, collect grass there. Don't pick flowers and agree. It's not, it's not proper in a basic forest. And if you actually go ahead and you are you pick flowers, burn them. So the question is, what is this Ahaya? When we send why is burning the flowers a covenant mason? What are you talking about? What, what kind of covenant mason are we talking about? We're going on the ratio. We're saying, don't have your animals go graze there because of Kavad Mesa, meaning treat it with a certain seriousness. That's how you should treat a Beis HaKvaris. Okay. I think we're mashma a Jewish one here. But it's an interesting question. I don't know. It has to do with, if you remember, we had earlier, we said there was an Afkamina, right? We said that a person on a, on a, at the end of Tainus, we said on a Tainus Tiber should go visit. Remember there was a Tysus there? When a Tainus Tiber should go visit, um, and people, have, and that's where Tysus said we have the minug on uh, Tishabah. People have the minug to go visit, and we said the Nafkamina there. The Gemara also said was Kivrei Akam, if you remember, yeah. right? Remember that Tysus that we discussed back then. I don't remember where that was. Okay, so you know maybe you could say that again that it has a certain amount of gravity, but I think. Abu Tashas is talking about um, a Jewish one, but it could be. I wouldn't rule it out. Okay, Zak the Mishnah. So now we know this is going to be the Mishnah that discusses the four parshas. We have the Arba parshas that we lane. First one is Shkalim, and then we lane Zachar. So Shkalim, Shkalim takes place on or before Rosh Chedesh Adar. If you remember, we discussed when do they collect the Shkalim back of Adar Mashmi and Al Shkalim. Then Zachar is the parsha we lane before Parim, and then we have Para, and then we have Achaydesh. So those are the four parashiyas. 
Rosh Chodesh Adar, says the Mishnah, Shechalias B'Shabbos. Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, Karim B'Parshish Kalim. We read Parshish Kalim. Now, Chalias B'Seich HaShabbos. Let's say Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out during the week, not on Shabbos. So if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, you read Parshish Kalim on that Shabbos. If it falls out during the week, then you read it the Shabbos before. Makdimin L'Sha'avar. Now, so like this, let's just work through the dates here. If Rosh Chodesh, Shabbos Rosh Chodesh falls out, Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, so you reach Kalim, that's Aleph, the next Shabbos would be Ches, and that means Purim would be on Friday. So it turns out that the first Shabbos you reach Kalim, the second Shabbos would be Zachar, because the one before Purim, okay? And then we'll, we'll play with the rest of the dates later. But if you go ahead, and this is what we're saying, Mavsikin, that you, that you would skip a Shabbos, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on, on any other day other than Shabbos, so then you're going to have a Shabbos in between because we want to read Zachar, Shabbos for Purim. Since we back up the Shkolem to the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh, so it ends up being that you'd, have, you'd skip a Shabbos in between. So you'd go Shkolem, Read Parsha Shkolm, the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh, skip one, and then Zachar. That's what Mavsik in the Shabbos Zacharis. Bishniya Zachar, like we said. Bishlishes Paraduma. The third Parsha would be Paraduma. Okay, and what's the fourth one? Bereviyas HaChodesh Zelachem. The fourth <clears throat> special Parsha that we lay is HaChodesh Zelachem. Mechamishes Chodesh Zelachem. And the fifth week we go back to, after the four Parshas, we go back to the regular scheduled weekly Torah portion. Now, um, Rashi points out over here, he says, Rashi says, So because we discuss in we talk about the carbon Pesach, so that is the one that would be just before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Now he says, Really, Me'ikar Adin, Parshas HaChodesh should come before Parshas Parah, Sharei Be'echad Ben-Nisan, Hukam HaMikdash. HaMishkan, sorry. Because on Echad Ben-Nisan was when we had the Chanukas HaMishkan. V'sheni lo'y nisrafa ha-parah. And when you look at in practical events, the Parah Aduma was done on the second day. We discussed this back in Yuma when we discussed Parah Aduma and the whole process there. So really, first... Echa <clears throat> Benisan was when we were Hokam HaMishkan. And then, then Moshe went ahead and brought the Paraduma. We've named Mahik Dima, but we are Makdim, Paraduma before, Shehi Taras and Shal Yisrael. So we want to be careful to make sure that before we bring the carbon Pesach, we talk about, before we talk about bringing the carbon Pesach, we talk about Tahara. So therefore, we went ahead and we moved Parshas Para to number three before Parshas HaChodesh. Now, the Mishnah finishes, Lachol Mavsikin, Barashay Chadashim. So, we're going to pause the regular, we're going to supplant, right? We're going to, instead, Mavsikin means we're going to pause, we're going to stop the regular reading of the Torah portion, Barashay Chadashim, Bechanakah, Bapurim, Betainis, my mother, Subyamakipurim. So, on these days, on these days, we suspend the regular Parsha reading. And instead, we read Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah, Purim. Okay, what we're saying is, and Tosus points out over here, 
that we're talking about when we said Yom Kippurim, we're talking about Mincha and Yom Kippur. Because really what we're talking about here are only the times we read the Torah that we read three Elias. Because Tesis proves this. Because if we're talking about the morning of Yom Kippur, then why is it just these manim? What about regular mayim? We suspend in the morning a regular, right, if Shabbos falls out on, Shabbos falls out on Yontif, we don't read the Shabbos portion, we read the Yontif portion. So he says, Tesis learns that this mission is only talking about when you lane a regular Monday, Thursday, Shabbos mincha, any of these, we're talking about, that's what, that's what Tesis is talking about, we suspend the regular Torah reading of three aliyahs, and instead we read these. Zakta Gemara, Tanan Asam. Bechad ba'adar mashmin al-shkalim. Maybe I should try to drink. Yeah, 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 please. So the mission says, Tanan Asam, Bechad ba'adar mashmin al-shkalim. That on the first day of Adar, we start the shkalim. Okay, so we're mashmian. We announce saying, hey guys, everybody, it's time to bring your shkalom. Now, what were the shkalom for? Shkalom was a collection for the karbonos tzibar. Right? We had, everybody had to give a machzah shekel because the karbonos tzibar, the tamid, and all the karbonos tzibar, they needed to be brought from all of Klai Yisrael. So we discussed in detail back in shkalom the whole process. They collected the money, went to the lishka, and they had the big boxes and the little boxes, and they did it three times a year. They would turn them in the lishka, Okay, so So that was when they announced, they said, because it's the time when grass starts growing, it's the beginning of spring, the end of the winter, so they said, everybody make sure to rip out your client, make sure to get rid of your client. Stuff started to come together and grow together, now's the time to deal with it. Because this is the time when you start planting. How do we know that is when we're mashmin al shkalim. So Amar of Tevi, Amar of Yashia, Amar Kra. We're going to reference this a lot. The pasuk says Zeus Eilas Chodesh Bechadjay. That this is the Eilas Chodesh Bechadjay. That we're talking about the Rosh Chodesh over here. Carbon Rosh Chodesh. That is a carbon sibar. Amar Torah. The Torah says Chadesh Vahabe Carbon Mitrume Chadasha. That you should go ahead and bring new carbonos. Nisan is Rosh Hashanah. Le Chadashim. So go ahead and bring Chadesh Vahavei Karmen Bichuma Chadasha. You have to bring it from the new Truma, the new Shkalim. The Kiva de Menisan Baya Kruve, Bichuma Chadasha. So since when does the year start? Nisan. That's when you have to start bringing from the new collection. So therefore, Kadminan de Karinan Bechad Ba'adar. So we will go ahead and we read, we read on Echad Ba'adar or the Shabbos before, because that is the time when we're going to start bringing the Shkalim. Thank you. Kaminam ve'karinam ve'echad ba'adar. Didn't really do much. Okay, we're going to start reading ve'echad ba'adar. Ki'echid al-leisi u'shkalim the Mikdash. So that you should bring your Shkalim to the Mikdash before. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. Come on. Who are we going like? Meaning what we're saying now is when are we going to actually start using the Shkalim? That's going to be Echad Be Nisan. When do we start collecting the Shkalim? Or when do we start learning about collecting the Shkalim? Echad Be Adar, 30 days before. That is the like Rav Shemim Megam That's not like Rav Shemim Megam Liel. The Ike Rav Shemim Megam He says, 
He says, when do you start learning about something? It's two weeks before it's going to occur. We learned in the We start darshaning about the health of Pesach 30 days before Pesach. So again, why are we saying, we're trying to say that this is not universal? That when do you read Parsha Shkallim? Not two weeks before. You read it a month before, which sounds not like Rosh Hashanah Gamliel. Because he says, when do you start learning about something? Two weeks before. So the Mara says, no, I feel the Tamer Rosh Hashanah Gamliel. It could even be Rosh Hashanah Gamliel. Kimen da Amar Mar, Bechamisha Asar Boy, Shulchanus Yesh, Medina. So what, if you remember the process, they would start announcing, guys, time to start bringing your Shkallim, Echad Ba'adar. Then, when did they actually start setting up the tables for the collection? They said, get ready. That was only 15 days before. That was only 15 days before Nisan. And on the 25th is when they would actually set up the tables in the Mishkan. And that, it, Mikdash, that's when they would start being mamashkinon. They would start uh, enforcing. They would start grabbing your stuff if you didn't bring your shkalom by that point. So therefore, So we're saying that, why do we start, why do we read Parsha Shkalom on Rish Chodesh Adar, really it could be two weeks. It's two weeks before when we set up the tables, okay, versus the Rabbanon would say that no, we do it 30 days before the actual bringing. Okay, and that would be the Machlekes. Now, my What do we read for Parsha Shkalom? Rav Amar, what Parsha do we read? So we want to know what do we read? Rav says, You know what you read? You read what we read for Rosh Chedesh. Okay, that's what we read. Ushmuel Amar, no, Kisisa. What do you read? What's Parsha Shkalom? You read Kisisa. Now, Bishlam Alaman Amar Kisisa. Well, that makes sense. Hainu Dukare La Parsha Shkalom. That's why we call it Parsha Shkalim, because what does it say? Because in Kisisa, what does it say? Kisisa is Rosh Yisrael. We talk all about Shkalim. So therefore, it makes sense that when we call it Parsha Shkalim, we should read Parsha's Kisisa. El Amar, as Karmani Lachmi, Hacha Midi Shkalim, Ksivi It doesn't say anything in as Karmani Tzavas Ben Yisrael, as Karmani Lachmi, what we read for Rosh Chedesh, doesn't talk about Shkalim at all. So the Gemara says, yes, it does. It references Shkalm. You want to know why? Time am I, kid Reb Tevi. Like we just said, what did Reb Tevi say? He said, Chadesh zeis oilas chadesh bechadshay, chadesh v'havi mitruma chadasha. So we see we are referencing the new truma. We are referencing the bringing of the Shkalm. And therefore, it's appropriate to read Tzavas B'nei Yisrael's Karban HaNachmi. Now, Bishlam Alaman Amar Tzavas B'nei Yisrael Mishom Dixivi Karbonos. So I understand, Kedrab Tevi. So I understand according to Rav why we read Tzavas B'nei Yisrael because we're, what is the purpose of the Shkallim? That's to bring Karbonos Tzibar. El Laman Amar Kisisa. When we talk about Kisisa, that is the Shkallim. That was, what was that for? What was Kisisa for? That was a collection for what? Not for Karbonos. That was a collection for the Adonim. The collection was for the Adonim, it was for the sockets, not for the Karbonas. So why are you reading Kisisa? So the Mar says, No, because it says three times, It says Truma three times in the Parsha. One collection was for the Mizbeach that we talk about in Kisisa. 
So we reference all three, and therefore we are referencing either the, even the shkalim that are for the kavanas sibur, and therefore it is appropriate to read kisisa. Now, so we have a machlekes here. What do we read on parsha shkalim? Do we read tzavas ben Yisrael? Do we read kisisa? So now, according to the man that says you read kisisa. Again, what are we talking about over here? We said, if it's Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, Adar, so you read Parsha Shkalom. Rosh Chodesh, Shabbos, you read Parsha Shkalom. So Bishal Naman Damar, that you read Kisisa, so then I understand. So you read Shkalom, and you read Shabbos B'nai Yisrael. That's for Rosh Chodesh, and Kisisa is for the Shkalom. Hiding the Shani, Hi Rosh Chodesh, Bishar Rosh Chodesh. Now we see that this is special because I'm reading Kisisa. El Lamandamar, but according to Rav, who says, what do we read? It's Shabbos Karbani by Shani. Guess what? The Shabbos turns into a regular Rosh Chodesh Shabbos. Because if anyways you're saying Shkolm, you read Shabbos Karbani Lachmi. Now you're going to be reading that. That's what you read on a regular Rosh Chodesh anyways. So how is this? What's special about the Shabbos that you're saying is Parsha Shkolm? You're going to read the same thing you would on any Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. Yeah? So the more answers, Shani, Di'ilu Rosh Chodeshim Karu, Shisa Binyana Diyuma. Then on a normal Rosh Chodesh, you would read the weekly Torah portion for six aliyahs, the Chad of Rosh Chodesh, the Yiluah Inna. However, here, Kulu B'di Rosh Chodesh. All seven. So what we're saying is, and we're going we're to discuss this a little bit more in a second, and later, but it seems like there, and there is a Mandamar who says that on these special parshias, you would read all the aliyahs from this. We would completely suspend the regular parsha reading, the regular Torah portion. So, that you want to know what makes it special? If it was just a regular Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, you would read six of that week's Parsha plus one of Rosh Chodesh. But if it's Parsha Shkolem, you're going to read all seven of Rosh Chodesh. Now, the Gemara says, Let's say the Parsha So, we said in the Mishnah that on the fifth Shabbos, we go back, we go back to the regular order. So, it's good according to the Mandamar who says, What does that mean that you go back to the regular order? Let's say the parshas uchazer that we see we completely suspend the regular parsha reading on the Shabbosim. El Laman Damar say the part haftoras uchazer that you go back to the regular order of haftoras uparshas of the yoyma karinon my shani. Again, if you're saying that you don't suspend the regular Torah portion, then again it's no different. On a regular Rosh Chodesh, you would read six of the Wrigley Torah portion, and Rosh Chodesh, Sav, and on Parsha Shkol, you'd read six, and Sav. So it looks the same. So the Gemara says, still it's different. Shani, the Rosh Chodesh, you read six regular portion, Vachad, Kari, but the Rosh Chodesh, and one Aliyah would be Rosh Chodesh, even according to the Mahdamar that says that you would read the regular Torah portion, Karu, Tlasa, Binyana, the Yema, you would read three of the regular Torah portion, Ba'arba, Kari, Rosh Chodesh. And you read four of Rosh Chodesh. So you want to know how in Rav we differentiate this Parsha Shkolem because we're going to read three of the regular, of the regular Parsha and four of Tzav, four Elias of Tzav, as opposed to on a regular Rosh Chodesh, it would be six and one. Now, Mesve, let's fly us following Kasha, Rosh Chodesh Adar, Shechali, Yos B'Shavas. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, Karim, Parsha Shkolem, Maftirim, B'Yahiyada, HaKayin. The Maftir is Yahiyada, HaKayin. Now, Bishlama, again, so this is Parsha Shkolem. What's the Aftarah? Yahiyada, HaKayin. 
makes sense. You know what the Haftar of Yada Hakayin talks about? Shkalom. So therefore, Kisisa would read Shkalom, and Yada would be Shkalom. The Damila, the Chsiv Kesef Nafshes Erkai. El Laman Damar is Karbani Lachni, Mi Dami. Okay, again, what does Shkalom have to do with Sabbath Ben Yisrael? Again, third time the Gemara is going to answer yes. Kidrev Tevi. The Rav Tevi said that Chadesh Vahave Karban Mitzvah Chadasha, that the Karban Ilachmi refers to the Karban Asibar, which refers to the Shkalm because it's brought from Shkalm. Meisvei, let's ask the next Kasha, Chalios, Paparsha, Smuchala. If Parsha Shkalm falls out on a week where it's next to, or it's the same Parsha, so we say that if if the Parsha Shkalm falls out, that whatever you would read would be the same thing that you would read on that Shabbos anyway. So what we're saying, it sounds like is what we're saying is if you're going to read Kisisa, let's say it's going to fall out anyways, Kisisa, so then um, so you would double it up. Okay? Now, that is when around the time of the year, it's pretty close, right? You do this all the time. That Kisisa ends up being very close to the time when you're going to rain Parsha Shkalm, anyways. So that, I understand how that Bryce makes sense. Where do you read Tzavas Karbani is in Parsha's Pinchas? Where do you read Parsha's Pinchas? In the summertime. That's in the summertime. That can't possibly occur. So what would the Bryce be talking about? My answer is in Livnei Marava for the people in, in, in Eretz Yisrael, the Maski That they only finish the Torah. They would have it different. It's cut up differently than it is for us. They would only finish the Torah once every three years. So therefore for them, their timing is going to be very different. And it is possible to have a situation where around Echad Ba'adar, you would be laying Parshas Pinchas. Tani Kavos with the Shmuel, we have a price like Shmuel, which says that what do you read? Parshas Shkalm, that's Kisisa. Rishchodesh Adar Shchaliyas B'Shabbos Karim Kisisa, Maftir and B'Yadah Kayin. Now, Amr of Yitzchak Nafcha, Rishchodesh Adar Shchaliyas B'Shabbos. Let's say Rishchodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, but see in Shalish Tyrus. You take out three Tyrus. The Karim Bahen, Echad B'Yan Rishal Yaim, Echad B'Shal Rishchodesh. Okay, so you read the regular weekly Torah portion. So we see Rav Yitzchanafcha is going like who? Like Shmuel. What do you read? Take out three Torahs. You read um, Kisisa. Similarly, we see this by Rosh Chodesh Teves. Shachalgas B'Shabbos. Rosh Chodesh Teves. Shabbos Chanukah falls out on Shabbos, right? Maybe in Shalosh Torahs for Karim Bahen Echad B'Yan Rosh Yoyim V'Echad B'Dur Rosh Chodesh V'Echad B'Chanukah. And the Gemara says, V'tzricha, and I needed to list both of these chidushim of Rav Yitzchak Nafcha that we're going to take out three Sefer Teres. Di'et mar b'haf, I would have just said Chanukah, maybe b'hakam or Rav Yitzchak. Maybe that's where Rav Yitzchak says you're going to take out three Sefer Teres. Avo b'hach, but when it comes to Parsha Shkolem, ki Rav in fact, he holds like Rav, that what are you laying for Parsha Shkolem? It's Tzav, Karmani Lachmi. And therefore, you would be okay with just taking out two sefitera. So why don't we just say this memory of Yitzchak Nafcha that when you take out three teras, it's only by par- why don't we just say it by Parsha Shkolem Shabbos Rosh Chodesh 
Parshish Kalim, and they don't know that Rosh Chodesh Chanukah, Shabbos, I take out three. Chadam Kal Chaverta Itmar. Okay, that we, once we learned one, we learned the second one as well. Now, that, that is talking about Shabbos. What about Itmar? Rosh Chodesh Tevis Shechalias Bechol. Let's say you have Rosh Chodesh Tevis that falls out during the week. So again, that is Chanukah. So now, we want to know, what are you laying? I have Chanukah on Rosh Chodesh. What are we laying? You read three aliyahs from Rosh Chodesh, and the fourth one is Chanukah. You read three Chanukah, and Rosh Chodesh. The Rav Yitzchak Nafcha makes more sense that you read three Rosh Chodesh and one Chanukah. That we see Tadr comes first, and therefore read Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh is more Tadr, happens every month. Therefore, go ahead and read Rosh Chodesh first. I'm Rav Avin Kavasa to Rav Dimi Mistabra. They know Rav Dimi is correct. Why? Because me Garim Ravi. You want to know why the fourth one is Rosh Chodesh? Because what causes you to have a fourth Aliyah? Chanukah, you'd only lay three. It's Rosh Chodesh that's forcing you to have the fourth Aliyah. And therefore, read Rosh Chodesh afterwards. Me Garim Ravi Shiyava Rosh Chodesh. Helkach Ravi Rosh Chodesh. Ba'i Mikri. My Havei Allah, how do we paskin? Rav Yosef Amar Ein. We don't pay attention to Rosh Chodesh, meaning that what comes first, the three of Chanukah, Rosh Chodesh gets pushed to the end. We, we don't pay attention, meaning we, we leave that be to the end. We don't pay attention to Chanukah. Rosh Chodesh is the Iker, because we say, So therefore, we're going to go ahead and read Rosh Chodesh. Now, what's interesting is, that the Mepharshim explained Shabbos, Chanukah. So we read Rosh Chodesh first, and then Chanukah, just like we do during the week. Okay, but we're maftir with Chanukah. Even though Rosh Chodesh, we're saying here, is Tadir, therefore it comes first, we still are maftir. Daftaira is, Daftaira itself is going to be Chanukah. Why? Two reasons. Either because Chanukah is Pursumi Nisa, and therefore Pursumi Nisa wins out Yes, Tadir would come before Pursuing Nisa, but if you have to do one, let's do Chanukah because we want to have the Pursuing Nisa. The second one is, is because, I think it's what you're referring to, that you always do the Haftarah on where you finish laning. So you finish laning Chanukah since Tadir told you to do Rosh Chedesh first, therefore the Haftarah on Shabbos Chanukah Rosh Chedesh would be Haftarah Chanukah.